0: There's a difference between a failure and a fiasco. A failure is simply the non-presence of success. Any fool can accomplish failure, but a fiasco. A fiasco is a disaster of mythic proportions. A fiasco is a folktale told to others that makes other people feel more alive because it didn't happen to them.
1: I oh. could
2: and welcome to the main event. I opened up with that scene from the movie Elizabeth Town, which if you haven't seen, I think it's from 2005. It's a Cameron Crowe film, and it's 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 an awesome movie. There's lots of lines I've used in there. And, uh, you know, I think what we're seeing going on in this country, uh, they're creating fiascos. Fias- they're creating. They don't really happen. They're just creating these things. So... Uh, and it makes, it makes the Democrats feel good because no matter what they do, they just create a fiasco for Trump and take the, the, the spotlight off of them. They create these big deals that aren't really big deals that we're going to talk about today. And, of course, uh, that song was uh, Tell Me Lies or Little Lies, whatever it's called, Fleetwood Mac, because I think we're all just getting used to it. Everything that comes out everything that's coming out on TV is just BS and uh we're we're grow we're almost growing immune to it. I hope that I grow immune to it because it still angers me every time I see it. But uh and and there's a clip that I'll that I'll play you in a little bit here as we talk about what's gone on this week that tells tells us that obviously President Trump has has uh, built a wall around his uh his heart, his his uh his psyche to just tune it out to tune it out and he knows exactly what's going on he does, and I think I think that's uh that's a an admirable admirable um trait because quite frankly if if I was elected president and had to go through this stuff I'd say screw all you guys I'm I'm not only resigning I'm leaving this idiot country so anyway uh hopefully uh Trump will hang in there until we, he makes America great again. And, it's, and I know it's going in the right direction, but the uh, media would not indicate that. All all uh, all, uh, all evidence to the contrary based on what you see on TV. Uh, unless you uh, have a, uh, a logically thinking brain and you filter it out and you think about it and you uh, you don't take anything at face value, which is what I do. I just look at it and go, no, 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 no. You know, I, I, don't, I don't buy this. These people are seeing something completely different, which obviously bothers me that I look at something and I see something so perfectly clear of what's going on, and other people look at the same thing and see something completely different. So it's kind of frustrating. So, uh, kind of frustrating, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So, anyway, before I go any farther, let me introduce myself. For those of you that don't know, my name is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding if you 're interested in getting involved in any of the fantastic opportunities that are real estate and there are fantastic opportunities because interest rates are are awesome right now, and values are high so if you if you have property that you already own and there's there 's opportunities low rates and high high equity is is two good things uh, or if you 're looking for property that you don 't already own that you 'd like to own uh, low interest rates makes it much easier to uh, to qualify. If you need financing, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2021. Last time, day or night, toll-free, area code 855-640-2020. Uh, if you uh, want to get some information about some financing, refinancing, financing, reverse mortgages, any of that, but you don't want to talk on the phone just yet, go to edhoffman.net. Arrow down till you see the Summit Funding logo. Click on that. That'll take you right to my landing my landing page for lending, my lending page. It'll, it'll allow you to put in as much information as you want and ask tell me how much information you want back. You'll hear back from either myself or one of my talented teammates, Eric Marquez, Alex Rojas, Cody Bradbury, Aaron Fredericks, or Brian Goodman. And we will help you find the missing pieces to your real estate financing puzzle. Um, if you hear something that you want uh, repeated on the show, also on EdHoffman.net, there's a podcast page where you can hear this show as well as, well as several past shows um, and uh, and listen to it on demand. You can also get the podcast on SoundCloud or iTunes where you can subscribe for free, have it download every week automatically to your, your iPhone or your iWatch or your iPad or your iPod or your mini pad or your maxi pad, your computer, anything that you listen to podcasts on. Um, you know I'm interested uh Don and I are looking at replacing our uh, our hummer that's got almost two hundred thousand miles on it, and we're looking at some of these these new vehicles and they've got all this new electronic stuff in it. <clears throat> I'm wondering if you can just download podcasts right to your dashboard. I'll ask the guy before I drive the truck off a lot but uh but anyway so um if you want to follow me on twitter uh my my handle on Twitter is at Ed Hoffman where I tweet about Colonel current events all week long some weeks more than others some more some usually sometimes i'm a little bit happier than others but i know that when i post on facebook no matter what i say i anger half the half the population because no matter what no matter what you say half the half the uh the people on facebook are on the opposite are on the opposite uh side which i usually don't care about but it just causes more problems so i think twitter is more where uh where you can put your your uh more Unsugarcoated thoughts. So uh, follow me there. The Facebook page for the for the uh, show is facebook.com slash main event at Hoffman. So anyway, now that I've spent uh, enough time giving you uh, giving you ways to get in touch with me or to entertain yourselves with uh, stuff that I put together, uh, let's get to the show. Let's talk about what happened this week. So once again, the Democrats are saying this is it. They have the thing that will finally move Trump into impeachment. The smoking gun this time? A single phone call with, a, with the new Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky. And now the president has released his phone call. Now that he's now that he's released the transcripts of his phone call, they're demanding more. At the center of this chaos is a complaint brought to the attention by Inspector General's office by a so-called anonymous whistleblower, which I will tell you that um, this anonymous whistleblower doesn't have any first hand information it's all hearsay and uh and the complaint was put together um was put together in such a legal fashion that it was clearly the work of a, an attorney because there's footnotes and all kinds of stuff in it like you do a like you do a legal uh uh, declaration, or you know, if you've ever had a lawsuit, you see how they how they word them and they put them together in these line papers, and they put footnotes and all this other stuff in there. It's a bunch of legal mumbo jumbo. You got to get a lawyer just to read what somebody's suing you for. What is this saying, huh? And uh, uh, so uh, clearly, I mean, when you think about it, when if you remember when Trump was running for president, you had all these protests and people would just uh, sporadically show up at where he's going to give a rally, but they have all these professionally made signs and all these, and all, you got all these college students that are protesting. And when the, when the, uh, when the reporters ask him, Hey, you know what? Uh, you're saying Trump is a racist. Uh, can you give me an example why you think he's a racist? Oh, well, uh, well, just everything he says, they don't have, they don't have any specifics because they really don't know because somebody's paying them to go out and protest. Well, uh, you know, uh, George Soros, organization printed up all these signs and they sent out a thing that everybody, Hey, for 50, we'll, we'll uh, give you 50 bucks to hang out at this uh, event, hold these signs for two hours and just be a protester. Uh, But the news gets it. And all of a sudden you could see the public is outraged. So anyway, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about this whistleblower around July 18th. Trump ordered white house chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney to freeze $400 million in military aid to Ukraine. A week later, uh, Trump called Zelensky to congratulate him on winning the election and asked him to investigate corruption involving Joe Biden and his son, uh, Hunter Biden, who for some reason sat on the board of a Ukrainian energy company called Burisma. Does Hunter Biden speak Russian? No. Did he have any experience in the energy industry before this? Before this, Not really, but more on that later. Uh, since the details on this fiasco are getting more confusing as the Democrats continue to pile on new demands... Here's the number one thing to remember. What Trump wanted Zelensky to investigate was the fact, not theory, it's a fact, that when Joe Biden was president, uh, was vice president of the United States, he, pre- he pressed for resignation of a Ukrainian prosecutor named Viktor Shokin, who was investigating Burisma, all for the purpose of ensuring his son would keep that cushy gig on the company's board. That cushy gig for $50,000 a month on a on a... Energy company in Ukraine where where Hunter Biden doesn't speak Russian doesn't have anything having to do with uh, uh, energy uh, experience and they gave him fifty thousand dollars a month for that. I don't know. It just seems seems weird as a as a business owner. I just you know do I pay anybody fifty grand a month? Yeah, there's a couple of people that have been have got that kind of money because they're superior they're they're supreme salespeople and they and they know how to uh, bring in lots of business. Why would a company pay fifty thousand dollars a month to Hunter Biden, who doesn't even speak the language and isn't really familiar with the country and uh, doesn't doesn't have any energy experience? Kind of reminds me of uh, Chelsea Clinton, who got out of college and immediately got a nine hundred thousand dollars a year job working for the Clinton Foundation. You know that nonprofit that brings in money from everywhere. All these all these charitable contributions that. They're doing such good things and good things around the world, and they're paying Chelsea Clinton nine hundred thousand dollars, seventy-five thousand dollars a month. No experience. Just got out of college for a nonprofit that's I don't know. Seems to me like they're making some profit and just transferring it to the Clinton family through Chelsea. But anyway, let's now we're not talking about the we're not talking about the Clintons. We're talking about the Bidens. Uh the only coincidence that they're both Democrats. So, uh, how can we be sure that, that this, when I say, hey, it's, a, it's fact, not theory, how can we be sure it's fact? Well, Biden himself bragged about it last year at an event. Uh, listen to Biden boast about his, his threat to withhold a billion dollars in U.S. loans from the Ukraine unless they fired Shokin for investigating the company that his son was working on.
0: I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a! B-
2: <laughs>
0: got fired.
2: Yeah, you know uh, Biden isn't smart enough. You know, you think about all the gaffes he makes, where he makes where he makes misstatements on things, and say, oh, it's a gaffe. You know, uh hey, it's great here in Vermont. He's standing in New Hampshire uh you know he's he's ta- he, he says things near microphones he shouldn't say he uh he just makes mistakes is it cuz he's got dementia he he doesn't he he's just not smart enough to understand what you should say and what you should when you should keep your mouth shut and uh so he thought he was he's out there bragging about what a what a badass he is and the badass negotiator hey trump goes out and negotiates for deals before when he was a private city and citizen and, and as our president, he negotiates deals based on his money. And he treats our tax money as if it was his money and protects us. Biden goes out there and, and acts like acts like he's a tough guy when he's using our taxpayer money. I don't see I don't see where this is where this is so impressive. And quite frankly, whatever the deal he's making to, for his son with other foreign countries, um, I don't appreciate him giving out money based on how much of it's going to come back to him, as the Clintons did as well. But the, so, but the so-called uh, frontrunner for the presidential nom- nomination engaging in this corruption is no problem for the Democrats. Okay, He just admitted he went out there and pressured a foreign country as vice president of the United States. Well, for the Democrats, that's no problem. Uh, what really matters is Trump wanted, wanted it investigated, which they said is another attempt to encourage foreign interference in an election. Hmm. I mean, to me, it seems like, hey, when Trump says, hey, I'm going to drain the swamp, when he says he's going to get to the bottom of this stuff, to me, that's what we want a president to do. Because I, I, predict, I predicted before Trump got elected, this is what the, the Democrats are afraid of, because he's going to go in there and say, you guys are doing what? And he's going to put a stop to it because it doesn't make any sense as a businessman where we're spending our money, what kind of stuff we're doing. And uh, and that's what threatens the uh, that's what threatens the Democrats. Um, But it didn't. Let's see here. Let me go back in my notes here. Uh, For some reason, it's fine for for Vice President Biden to threaten withholding a billion dollars from Ukraine if they didn't fire Shokin. But it's high crimes for the president to talk about the talk to the Ukrainian president about investigating it. So here's the timeline of events beginning May of this year, okay? May 19th, on the air with Fox's Steve Hilton, Trump first brings up the fact that Biden improperly pressured foreign government to fire somebody for going after his son.
3: Look at Joe Biden. He calls them and says, don't you dare prosecute if you don't fire this prosecutor. The prosecutor was after his son. And he said, if you fire the prosecutor... You'll be OK. Yeah. And if you don't fire the prosecutor, we're not giving you two billion dollars in loan guarantees or whatever he was supposed to give. Can you imagine if I did that?
2: Yeah. Can you imagine if the the people would be going off the rails here? Now, why does it sound like Trump is referring to China in that interview? It may be because Bidens are so entangled in foreign policy corruption that it's impossible to keep it keep track. Last year, Clinton Cash author Peter Schweitzer wrote in – so he's the guy that wrote Clinton Cash that talks about all the cash stuff that the Clintons did to funnel stuff to Clinton Foundation while while Hillary was the Secretary of State. Um, He wrote in his book, Secret Empires, all about Joe Biden's role in the U.S.-China policy, including a deal consummated by one of Hunter Biden's investment firms with the Chinese government. Schweitzer's book says that during an official 2013 trip to China – the Vice President negotiated sensitive issues with the Chinese, including the South China Sea Trade and Tech Transfer. Shortly after they return to the US, Hunter Biden's firm receives a one billion dollar private equity deal from the Chinese government via the Bank of China. Not from an American business in China, but from a from the Chinese government itself. It later gets increased to one and a half billion dollars. So they so Hunter so so Joe Biden. Takes Hunter over to China, to uh, negotiate some stuff with the Chinese. Right after they return, Hunter Biden does Hunter speak Chinese? No. Is he ha- is he representing a American company in China? No. But the bank of but the but the but the Chinese government itself transfers a billion and a half dollars to him. Sounds like Biden has been pretty involved in his son's business affairs. Even while it was the vice pre, even while he was vice president, right, Joe? Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've
0: never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings.
2: Yeah, I think your nose is growing there, Joe. It keeps getting longer and longer. So uh, it just—I don't buy that. I don't buy that. But never mind Biden's corruption. Back to the timeline on leading up to Trump's impeachable offense. So, so that was uh, May nineteenth. May 19th uh uh Trump mentioned it on on uh Steve Hilton's show the uh the new revolution I think it's called May 23rd Congress is again notified of a pending release of aid to Ukraine which doesn't happen okay that's May 23rd July 18th Trump ordered White House chief of staff Mick Mulvaney to freeze the 400 billion which is what we in military aid to Ukraine which I talked about earlier that's not another one that's that's the first time a week later Trump, on July 25th Trump's phone call with Zelensky takes place democrats are making a big deal that that was the day after robert Mueller robert Mueller testified so i don't i don't get the the issue robert Mueller testified just made everybody look stupid oh uh, i don't really know anything about the report that i wrote uh tell me tell me where it says that uh 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 uh, uh. Look like a look like a senile doofus, kind of like Joe Biden. Sometime later that week, Rudy Giuliani meets with the aide to Zelensky and demands an investigation of Biden. Okay, so August 12th, a couple weeks later, the inspector general receives an, an anonymous whistleblower complaint. An anonymous whistleblower complaint. Somebody who works in the in the intelligence community, in the in the intelligence, probably at the White House, that put this anonymous complaint together all by themselves allegedly except for unless this person is an actual lawyer um which apparently it is not but they had they had probably a big group of lawyers helping them uh put it together so it was so official 2 weeks later the in, the inspector general forwards the complaint to the director of national intelligence saying he deemed it of urgent concern and credible uh, yeah okay it's it's uh it's credible i don't know if that means anything what that exactly that means from this standpoint Early in September, Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, speaks to Zelensky. Murphy says Zelensky was concerned about the cutoff of aid that Ukrainian officials worried about whether it was consequences of failing to investigate Biden. So that was on early September. September 9th, the Inspector General uh, alerts Congressional Intelligence Committee to the whistleblower complaint, claiming that the Director of National Intelligence withheld it from them. September 10th, like clockwork, House Intelligence Committee Chairman, Adam Schiff, who I refer to him as Adam something else, publicly de- de- demands that the Director of National Intelligence send the whistleblower complaint to Congress. That was September tenth. Okay, so that was uh two weeks ago. September twelfth, the aid to Ukraine is unfrozen, so we released that four hundred billion dollars. Um was it four hundred billion or four hundred million? No, four hundred million. Um September nineteenth, um the Washington Post breaks the story and CNN Presses Rudy Giuliani on his involvement since Trump mentioned Giuliani in the call.
3: When did this morph into an investigation of Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, and is it
0: appropriate? That's the way you characterize it. It's certainly appropriate. That's the way,
3: that's the way it appears to line up. No, it doesn't. You went there that's for the one thing, that you found out way, something else, that and that's, that's what you've been the digging on. The pro Biden media lines it
1: up.
2: Yeah, it's not necessarily an, an investigation of Hunter Hunter Biden and Joe Biden to to make political points. It's a fact that hey the vice president did something corrupt and just because they're gone does that mean they're no longer responsible? Does that mean if you rob a bank, if you get away, if you get out of the bank or if you get get the money all the way home that you're that you're no longer you're no longer a target? Seems to me when it came to uh uh Justice Kavanaugh, they're bringing up stuff from uh 40 years ago when he was a high school kid. I don't know but you know it's it's a, it's definitely a two-way street. September 22nd Trump confirms he he brought up Biden and corruption in the call with Zelensky but denies it involved a threat over the aid, over the aid and so-called quid pro quo quid pro quo we keep hearing about.
0: Did you tell the Ukrainian leader that they would have the aid only if they investigated Joe Biden and his family?
3: No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I did not make a statement that you have to do this or I'm
0: not going to give you aid. I wouldn't do that.
2: And uh, what do you know, the White House released the four-page transcript of the phone call on Wednesday, and it proves that the president's telling the truth. Um, a couple of pieces from it. Uh, Trump says, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son, that Biden stopped the, the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about about that. Whatever you can do with that, attorney general would be great. With with the attorney general, whatever they call him, uh, in Ukraine. Uh, then he says, Biden went about bragging that he stopped the prosecution. So if you can look into it, it sounds horrible to me, which you heard, you heard the, uh, Biden said, Hey, you know what? I told him you're not getting no aid. If you don't fire that guy, that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound like legitimate government business. Does it? Does that sound like on the up and up? So, uh, Vladimir Zelensky, who obviously doesn't, uh, speak really good English. He said he or she will look into the situation specifically to the company that you mentioned in this issue the issue of the investigation of the case is uh and and he's referring and he's referring to he or she being ukraine's attorney general or whatever whatever they call him in ukraine uh then he says actually the issue to restore the honesty so we will so we will take care of that and we will work on the investigation of the case actually the issue to restore the honesty so we will take care of that and we will work on the investigation of the case. So obviously his English isn't great, but you get the idea. He's saying, we'll look into the Biden's dealings with Ukraine because, it does, it, uh, because he doesn't like corruption either. Um, at no time was the, was the word aid mentioned in the call. Trump said twice, we do a lot for Ukraine. He never, he never threatens to hold uh, holding the holding of the assets. Of course, little Adam Schiff has a different take.
0: This is how a mafia boss talks. What have you done for us? We've done so much for you, but there's not much reciprocity. I have a favor I want to ask you. What is that favor? Of course, the favor is to investigate his political rival, a classic mafia like shakedown of a foreign leader.
2: Well, for those of you that are listening in Burbank and you guys vote for Trump, uh, voted for Schiff, you guys uh, maybe need to pay attention to this because I think I think Adam Schiff might be Satan. Anyway, I'm out of time for uh, this half of the, of the main event. we got a lot more to talk about on this stuff. After five minutes of uh, traffic, weather, commercials, and sports, don't go away. I'll be right back.
1: Oh, you can't tell me-
2: and welcome back to part two of the main event. My name's Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding. I don't talk a lot about funding stuff, you know, uh, mortgages, real estate, and all that stuff because I don't think you guys really think that's that interesting. But what you do get to hear on this show is uh, what's going on in the uh, in the world and uh, what my take on it is, and you get an idea of whether you think like me. And if you do think like me, that's uh, who you want to talk to when you're uh, when you need to do a big transaction like refinancing your house or buying a house. And uh, I can tell you. If, uh, for the, those of you guys out there, I can tell you just a little bit, uh, to give you, uh, what my experience is. I've been in the mortgage business for 30 years. Uh, my wife and I own, uh, 10 houses and we own two pieces of commercial property. And, uh, I can tell you I've, uh, I've done probably a gazillion loans and helped, uh, uh, probably helped a couple of dozen people become millionaires in the last, uh, in, in real estate in the last, uh, 30 years. Um, if you need some help and some advice on anything, real estate purchase, refinance, or even a reverse mortgage, if you're over 62 and you haven't checked out whether you qualify for a reverse mortgage and you say, well, I heard they're not very good. i heard the bank gets my house when I die. Uh, none of that's true. Call me. I'll fill you in anyway. So we've been talking about, uh, the, uh, the, the Trump pending, pending, uh, pending Impeachment inquiries seems like that's all the 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 uh, Democrats have been talking about since November eighth, two thousand sixteen. Um, after uh, after uh, uh, Trump became the president elect, and uh, you know four months before he became the uh, let's see November, December, January. So two two months before, uh, two and a half months before he became the the actual president of the United States, they've been working on this stuff. That whole time, and plus for the almost three years he's been in office, so uh, maybe it's time for them to wake up. Before we left, I played you a clip from uh, from Adam Adam Schiff, our California congressman from Burbank area, um, making making rephrasing what Trump says, uh, make him a, making him making him into a mafia person. Uh, but that was just the tip of the iceberg for Schiff, who by Thursday was actually making up parts of the phone call.
0: I'm going to say this only seven times, so you better listen good. I want you to make up dirt on my political opponent, understand lots of it. And by the way, don't call me again. I'll call you when you've done what I asked. This is, in some, in character what the president was trying to communicate.
2: Yeah, so uh, that whole, that whole uh, statement there... Was all BS. I like to use a clip from uh, from uh, my cousin Vinny when uh, my, when uh, Vinny uh, Vinny does his opening statement. Yeah, hey, everything that guy said, it's all bull. So anyway, uh, but Salem won't let me play the whole statement, so we'll just leave that one out. And as if by and as if by magic, Schiff got the director of national intelligence to come testify on Thursday as well to grill him for not sending Congress the complaint.
3: I don't believe it. who's corroborated by other folks. The whistleblower says
0: that he spoke or she spoke to about a dozen other people. This is secondhand information. You I, made the decision to withhold it from the committee for a month. But but there's no time. Was there any intent on my part, sir, ever to withhold the information? But from would the you president. agree I that if there's a serious, there's incredible be an investigation that you agree there should be an investigation?
2: So on Wednesday, Trump and Zelensky. Uh, we're both at the United Nations General Assembly, so they had the big. Uh, I don't know how often they have those meetings at the at the UN, but they're both there. So they gave a joint press conference. Listen to Z- Zelensky say he did not feel feel pressured by Trump.
1: You are that nobody pushed pushed me. Yes.
2: In other words,
3: no pressure. President,
1: president, president, you because you know Biden Biden, what? There was no pressure.
3: And you know there was, and by the way, you know there was no pressure. All you have to do is see it, what went on on the call. But you know that. But whatever he can do in terms of corruption, because the corruption's massive. Now, when Biden's son walks away with millions of dollars from Ukraine, and he knows nothing, and they're paying him millions of dollars, that's corruption.
2: He also encouraged uh, Trump to visit Ukraine and got a little hilarious dig at uh, Obama at the same time.
3: Thank you very much. Uh, It's a great pleasure to me to be here. And uh, it's better to be on TV than by phone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Mr. President, thank you very much. And I'm I'm not uh, the first time, truly say, in New York. Right. But I know that you've never been in Ukraine. That's right. And uh, your predecessor. Also, how to say it in English? Didn't find time. I mean, that. Okay. so
2: yeah, it's kind of a uh, par for the course for Obama because you know he's he's got movie stars and and uh, rapping stars and all kinds of people to visit. with doesn't have time to talk to other people and in other countries. During the same press conference, Trump reiterated that the request to Zelensky was about investigating corruption, and isn't that what the left is supposedly doing to him?
3: But whatever he can do in terms of corruption, because the corruption's massive. Now, when Biden's son walks away with millions of dollars from Ukraine and he knows nothing and they're paying him millions of dollars, that's corruption. When Biden's son walks out of China with $1.5 billion in a fund and the biggest funds in the world can't get money out of China and he's there for one quick meeting and he flies in on Air Force Two. Uh, I think that's a horrible thing.
2: Yeah, but you know, maybe Hunter Biden is just that good of a salesperson. I mean, just so just in case you, case you, case you weren't aware. Well, you know what? I wrote I down some notes. Isn't that what the president should do? Is investigate corruption? You know, when he said "drain the swamp," isn't that exactly what what the Dems are afraid of? Isn't this isn't this is exactly what the Dems are afraid of? Because the more he covers up, the more people are going to be implicated. Wait till the report comes out on the on. Uh, the uh the FISA the FISA court stuff and they start pointing fingers at uh, Hillary Clinton and uh James Comey and uh Clapper and and Brennan and uh Loretta Lynch you know they're all scared to death of that they don't want it to, they want to make sure they get him out of office so before this goes any further so anyway so uh so that that's and just so you know Hunter Biden well I'll tell you about it in a little bit so let's talk about let's talk about uh uh Biden At, it gets to the heart of Trump's request to Zelensky the facts about Joe Biden using his position um as vice president to enrich his son Hunter these facts are are even being reported by the mainstream media including the New York Times and New Yorker um Hunter Biden joined the board of of Barisma in April 2014 so remember that uh Biden was vice president from uh, 2009 till 2017 uh, when trump trump and uh and Pence took over, so they joined the, he joined the board in April two thousand and fourteen despite having no background in energy. His business was paid three point one million by barisma over a sixteen month period well we 're doing business for a year and four months, and we got paid three point one million dollars that's a pretty good gig. Burisma sought sought to capitalize Hunter Biden's name and relationships. He helped staff the company's legal team with American attorneys, one of whom worked for the Department of Justice under Obama. Okay, not sure uh, if that's a, a problem or not. Financial records from Morgan Stanley show numerous lines of money originating from oligarchs and anonymous LLCs in Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan, and elsewhere into the account of someone named Robert H. Biden. Guess whose real name is Robert H. Biden? All you have to do is Google it. Robert Hunter Biden, born February 4th, 1970, is an American lawyer and lobbyist who's the second son of former U.S. President Joe Biden. So, I don't know, There, all these, all these uh, oligarchs and anonymous LLCs in Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan, and elsewhere are transferring all this gazillions of dollars into Hunter Biden's bank account. All of this in addition to Joe and Hunter Biden flying to China on Air Force Two. Okay. Hunter, uh, Hunter Biden flew with Joe to China on Air Force Two 10 days before Hunter's firm scored a $1.5 billion deal with the Chinese government, also while Burisma was paying him $50,000 a month to sit on their board with no experience. But remember, Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings?
0: I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings.
2: Yeah, BS. BS, I never talked to my son about business at all. Of course, uh, every time that we have a family get together, my wife warns us both, "Hey, no office talk here. We're we're this is family time. We're not talking business today." Of course, we talk business every time we talk because that's what our that's what we do. So anyway, uh now the Democrats have decided uh Trump's call to Zelensky is the new Russia, the case on which they will, they will base their endless impeachment inquiry. Bowing to the pressure from people like AOC, that's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the, two, the 2020 candidates and the other radical lefties running, running her party, Pelosi has lost it. Uh, it she made the now-its-official announcement on Tuesday.
1: For the past several months, we have been investigating in our committees and litigating in the courts so the House can gather all the relevant facts and consider whether to exercise its full Article I powers, including a constitutional power of the utmost gravity, approval of articles of impeachment. And this week, the President has admitted to asking the President of Ukraine to take actions which would benefit him politically. The, action of the, the actions of the Trump presidency revealed the dishonorable fact of the president's betrayal of his oath of office, betrayal of our national security, and betrayal of the integrity of our elections. Therefore, today I'm announcing the House of Representatives moving forward with an official impeachment inquiry.
2: Now, remember, because he's he's uh, using he's using his office to get to uh, to get dirt on his political opponent. So it has nothing to do with corruption because it affects his politics. So he's investigating corruption, which the vice president openly bragged about. But the fact that Biden's running for president leads him to uh, that it, that overrides it because now now he's uh, now he's now he's doing something impeachable because he's. Because it's against one of his political rivals. Very interesting. Very interesting. You know, and just like when uh, when Trump does tax reform, and they say, "Hey, look, Trump is Trump is uh, is gonna is gonna profit greatly from this because he's gonna save his his family, his company is gonna uh, pay way less taxes." Has nothing to do with. 300 million people in this country are going to benefit from it. The corporations are going to save money on taxes. The corporations are going to expand their businesses, create jobs, and it's working. There's evidence this thing has worked because our unemployment rate is way lower than it's been in 50 years. So the fact that it's working because Trump's saving some tax money, he all of a sudden it's, it's out of bounds. So it has nothing. To do, it you know it doesn't matter what he does for the American people. If Trump profits from it, then it's bad. We don't want anybody to profit from anything. Uh, if Trump gets it too, uh, I don't know if the, are we penalizing him for having uh, uh, been financially successful. The fact that he built a built a company that is still going by itself, his family's running that that means everything he does is corrupt. Because he's helping the American people, you know. The problem is, the problem is that the Democrats, since November eighth, two thousand sixteen, can't get over the fact that Hillary Clinton lost. And uh, I opened up with that clip from Elizabeth Town. I'm going to use another clip from Elizabeth Town to illustrate, because I think this is a message what the what we should send to the Democrats so we can get on with running this country.
1: So you failed.
2: You don't get it. All right, you really failed.
1: You failed, you failed, you failed. You failed, you failed, you failed, you failed, you failed. You failed, you failed, you failed, you failed, you failed. You think I care about that? I do understand. You're an artist, man. Your job is to break through barriers, not accept blame and bow and say, thank you, I'm a loser, I'll go away now. Oh, Phil's mean to me. Wah, wah, wah. So what? I don't cry. You want to be really great? Then have the courage to fail big and stick around. Make them wonder why you're still smiling. That's true greatness to me.
2: Yeah. Fail, and, you know, it's kind of like Rocky says. Hey, you know, it's not about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Trump has won a lot in his life and he's lost a few times as well. And he understands that, Hey, keep moving forward. You know who else, you know, hey, you know who else who has the, has the guts to stick around and make them wonder while you're still smiling. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz went down to the, went down, went all the way to the bell, refusing to give up the, to, uh, to uh, give up until it was, till it was over after the convention before he conceded that he lost the presidential uh, nomination. But Ted Cruz is in there working with Trump to get things right. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham supported everybody except for Trump. And then when it became, when it became, uh, uh, when he got knocked out, then he supported Jed, Jeb Bush and he supported this person, that person. Um, and then then once uh, once Trump got elected, okay, he's our president, I'm going to support him. And the thing that's has surprised uh, Lindsey Graham as well with with Ben Shapiro, uh, Joey Jones, and a lot of people that didn't think that Trump was going to be, uh, was going to be conservative. They thought he was, he was acting conservative to get the Republican nomination, but at the heart of him, he was really a Democrat because he used to be a Democrat. Who of us didn't used to be a Democrat? You know, we all, the, on the way to becoming 58, which I'll be on Saturday, uh, on the way to becoming 58, I had to be 57, and 40 years earlier, I was 17, so, uh, you know, and 17, I graduated high school and started going to college right about the time I turned 18, and I was a Democrat, you know why, because college kids are all Democrats, because while we're young, we believe that if you don't have a, if you're not a Democrat, you don't have a heart. And then, as we get older, we find out that if you're not a Republican, you don't have a brain. So, uh, so that's that's how, how we see the world the world getting. So, uh, on, on in Wednesday's press conference at the UN, Trump made it clear that he knows exactly what's going on. I love the I love I love this statement he made.
0: Did you ask House Speaker Nancy Pelosi to find a way
1: out of
2: impeachment yesterday? Not at all. No, look, she's she's lost her
3: way. She's been taken over by the radical left. She may be a le- radical left herself, but she really has lost her way. I spoke to her about guns yesterday. She didn't even know what I was talking about. She's not interested yeah, in guns. Off, yeah. I'll tell you what. Nancy Pelosi is not interested in guns and gun protection and gun safety. Uh, all she's thinking about is this. She's been taken over by the radical left, the whole Democrat Party. And you take a look at what's happening in the media today. The whole party is taken over by the left. And uh, thank you very much. My poll numbers have gone up, but I don't want them to go up for this reason
2: and thinking about guns i saw ted cruz uh talk on friday morning saying that you know they him and uh chuck grassley created a created a bill for gun control that doesn't take away uh the second amendment rights of of law abiding citizens but it does but it does make it harder for uh the wrong people bad people that shouldn't have guns to get them and it will have it'll have the senate support it'll pass in the senate but the the Nancy Pelosi's House of Representatives, because she they have the they have the the um the majority, they won't put it to a vote they won't put it to a vote because they're really not interested in 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 doing anything about guns you know and and of course guns guns aren't the problem it's the people that have the guns that are the problem, and most laws that most laws that that they put out there the only people that obey the laws are the good people. The bad guys aren't going to obey the laws anyway. They're going to do what they do. So, hence, you gotta you got to protect our right to bear arms and protect ourselves. So uh, I should have used that clip from uh, where some lady comes at uh, beta O'Rourke. And she goes, hey, I'm five foot, 100 pounds. I don't think I'm going to be able to uh, protect myself in a fist fight. You're not taking my guns. So anyway, uh, let's talk about, meanwhile, Trump's speech before the United Nations General Assembly was drowned out by the Ukraine story. Hmm, what a coincidence. Trump gave probably one of his best speeches ever, although I think that speech at the uh, Lincoln Memorial on 4th of July was pretty darn good. Uh, In the third UN speech of his presidency, Trump called on Iran to free its people restated hope that democracy can denuclearize North Korea and vowed to seek peace in Afghanistan as America continues to fight the Taliban. As for America's concern, he said this. Looking around and
3: all over this large, magnificent planet, the truth is plain to see. If you want freedom, take pride in your country. If you want democracy, hold on to your sovereignty. And if you want peace, love your nation. Wise leaders always put the good of their own people and their own country first. The future does not belong to globalists. The future belongs to patriots. The future belongs to sovereign and independent nations who protect their citizens, respect their neighbors, and honor the differences that make each country special and unique. It is why we in the United States have embarked on an exciting program of national renewal. In everything we do, we are focused on empowering the dreams and aspirations
2: of our citizens. You know what? Is that presidential or what? Hey, he's saying hey, this is how it, this is how it is, and he's talking to leaders of other countries. He's not talking to the Republican convention. he's talking to leaders of other countries hey if you want if you want to keep your uh your country uh with democracy, keep your sovereignty. You know what he's talking about? He's talking about uh I don't know uh England. Keep your sovereignty. Keep, you know, don't, don't, turn, don't stop with the, the Brexit thing. Keep your sovereignty. You're, you're your own country. Um, I thought it, I thought it was, was strong with no apologies, which is what I like. Um, here's a bit more as he comments on China as well as uh, uh, some broader references.
3: The second largest economy in the world should not be permitted to declare itself a developing country in order to game the system at others' expense. For years, these abuses were tolerated, ignored, or even encouraged. Globalism exerted a religious pull over past leaders, causing them to ignore their own national interests. But as far as America is concerned, those days are over.
2: You know what I love about Trump? You know what I love about Trump? I have to use a use a line from uh, Jerry Maguire: "Things we think but do not say." We're all thinking the same thing Trump is saying. Everybody, everybody out there that has a brain in our in our government, probably most of the Democrats know damn well this is exactly what's happening. This is this is this is exactly what they're thinking too. But they don't have the they don't have the guts to say it because we're all so worried about what somebody might say. I think about the uh I think about the cop that was uh, uh going to trial in Texas that uh, the lady cop comes home she parks her car uh one one level above her apartment she gets out she walks to her apartment the door's open the door's ajar so she thinks somebody's in there she walks in with her gun gun out and uh some black guy uh starts yelling at her why are you in my apartment and she shoots him Now to me you know that they reported a police officer shoots an unarmed black man. Why did it matter that it was a police officer and a black man? Hey, couldn't it be hey, a police officer shot someone else in their own apartment because they're in the wrong Does it matter? Does it matter that he was black because it could have been a white guy too and is the and is the is the officer uh, at fault? Hell yes, I support that this lady needs to be punished but what's the, what is the deal? What is the deal we have to make it make it racial so anyway it's amazing so trump's uh, speech also condemned the socialist leadership of dictator uh nicholas maduro of venezuela and since you're not hearing about him in the media listen to this touching moment he had with venezuelan uh, reporter at the un press conference
0: go ahead hi mr president vpi tv from venezuela caracas venezuela wow yeah
3: how how are you doing how are you doing over there Mm, pretty bad our situation i would say pretty pretty bad bad. yeah sad but we are fighting and it was one of the great countries and one of the richest countries not so long ago 15 years ago it's incredible but we are gonna make it (laughs) right i agree with that and and we're helping you
0: yeah we're helping you yeah i know and thank you
2: hey for those of you that don't don't know venezuela used to be one of the the richest countries and then they went socialist and now everybody's starving to death. And uh, there's, your, there's your socialist experiment. For those of you kids that, that don't know American history and know about how, what happened with the Pilgrims and every other socialist experiment in this world has all failed. So when you hear, hear uh, all these Democratic uh, candidates talking about how great it's going to be, get a life. It's not going to be. This place is great because we're capitalists. Anyway, I'm out of time for this episode of the main event. Thanks for listening. My name's Ed Hoffman. Thanks for listening, and I'll be back again with you next week.
0: The opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Summit Funding Incorporated. Ed Hoffman, MLS ID number 9921, California DRE ID number 1012658, Arizona MLO license number 0926439, branch NMLS ID number 1841782, Summit Funding Incorporated MLS ID number 3199, Arizona license number 0925837, equal housing opportunity.